Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely blessed day today. As always, and got a lot of stuff going on today, so you guys buckle up and get ready. Got uh, some in- interesting information that came in last night. As I, you know, I've told you guys what happened about what five, six months ago with the ATF and the pistol braces and what they were trying to regulate them. And they essentially couldn't regulate them because they're not stocks. They don't make a weapon, a short barreled rifle. And the entire concept of a short barreled rifle is erroneous in this day and age when it comes to actual caliber, when it comes to concealment. It's really ridiculous. Well, apparently now Biden, the bumbling buffoon in office that can't even collect his own sentences without a teleprompter, has now come out and said that they're going to be signing at least half a dozen gun executive orders today. The first one that they're going after is requiring buyers of ghost guns to undergo background checks. Now, let me explain to you what this is, because this terminology is thrown around, and it's designed to sound really, really scary, when in reality it's completely legal. What they're referring to ghost guns are is what we have found over the last decade to be kind of a mild loophole, but quite frankly, there is no loophole to the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment gives you the right to keep and bear arms. And companies have gone in, and they have built 80% complete lower receivers on AR-15s and some other weapons alike, like AR-10s. And so what that means is the lower receiver is not complete. It's 80% milled out, but you still have to mill out the rest of it. That's really just a block of aluminum. And so there's no regulation on it. It's not considered a firearm. Well, all you have to do is buy a, a jig and basically a template, and you can mill out the rest of that 80% lower, and you now have a AR-15 lower receiver. And you can put a trigger control group in it, and you now have a, a lower that's fully functional. And you do not have to serialize it. Let me clarify this. There is no requirement under state law if you build your own firearm that you have to register it or put a serial number on it. There's not. And so what's happened is now the gun sales of 80% lowers have exploded over the last decade because law-abiding citizens have basically found that they don't want their weapons registered or background checks showing up. And there have been little, if any, actual gun laws broken with 80% lowers. The Biden administration came out a few weeks ago and made a comment about it and said basically the Mexican drug cartel are making these weapons and sending them over. Complete and total lie. Complete and total lie. There's no reason for the Mexican drug cartel to mill out 80% lower receivers because the ATF gives them enough machine guns. They don't need to do that. ATF's been caught on numerous occasions, including Operation Fast and Furious, running machine guns and 50 caliber weapons, the Mexican drug cartel. They don't have to make 80% lowers. And so what they're saying is now anybody that buys an 80% lower in a kit is now going to have to serialize it get a background check, and register it in order for them to actually make this weapon. This is the first gun bill is going to do. This is egregious because what this is going to do is this is going to open the door on preventing any law-abiding citizen from manufacturing their own weapon at home without being able to go in and have it without registration. This also is opening up the door to a national federal registration database, what they have been working on for years and monitoring and tracking every single firearm that's sold, even in states such as Florida that have no gun registration requirements on a private sale. The second thing they're wanting to do, and this is the one that really got me, 
The second proposed hike is to regulate pistol stabilizing braces. This goes right back to what the ATF tried to do five, six months ago. And here's where it said ABC News. Now we know what the big push was about in Boulder, Colorado. They said to regulate pistol stabilizing braces like the one used in Boulder, Colorado shooter in the rampage last month that left 10 dead. The rule will designate pistols used with stabilizer braces as short barrel rifles that require a registration, photograph, fingerprint, and federal license along with a $200 tax stamp in order to possess that brace. This, my friends, is downright tyranny and an invasion on the Second Amendment. ATF has ruled on numerous occasions that the pistol brace is legal, it's just fine, and it does not make the weapon an SBR. Now we're looking at doing an executive order. Now, this one's probably going to get pushed back into the court because there's no way to actually do this and say this is a SBR now because you have a brace that we set as a brace. This is all designed to create loopholes. Now, here's the big one that they're wanting to do in here as well. The legislation and another executive order within 60 days, which will make it easier for states to adopt their own red flag gun laws nationwide, allowing the police to confiscate weapons from a person deemed to be a danger to themselves or others. Now, numerous states, including Florida, have already had this enacted. But what this executive order is going to do, it's basically going to give the green light for any state to allow them to do this from a state level but with federal approval. This is a real gray area loophole that they're trying to push this through. Now, the reason why this is so bad, and I'm going to bring this up now because nobody's really tied this in together with the red flag gun laws, what they're trying to do now with today, and what a research study Jace just came out with on Tuesday. A new study published in the Lancet Psychiatry Journal analyzed health records of 236,379 COVID patients. They found that one in three COVID-19 survivors was diagnosed with a brain or psychiatric disorder within six months of testing positive of COVID, suggesting the pandemic could lead to a wave of mental and neurological problems. The researchers who conducted the analysis said it was not clear how the virus was linked to psychiatric conditions such as anxiety and depression, but it was common in 34% of those diagnosed. They're saying that the pandemic could lead to a wave of mental and neurological problems. Now, I'm going to say this right now, my own professional opinion and numerous other people. COVID-19 is not causing psychological, psychiatric problems. COVID-19 lockdowns, restrictions, mask mandates, and constant raised cortisol and conflict on a daily basis just interacting with human beings that want to shove a mask on their face every single day is causing the psychiatric problems. I spoke to a good friend of mine yesterday, and they had to take their mom to the doctor because her mom's basically been having all these kind of mental issues, and not like horrible, but just all these issues she's been trying to cope with. And she went to the doctors, and she basically did a, a test, you know, and a questionnaire with Alzheimer's and dementia, and she passed it with flying colors. And she said the doctor asked her, she goes, well, are you having any issues with stress right now? She goes, yeah. 
I'm, every single day, I'm completely stressed out. I'm stressed out to go to the store and constantly have people get mad at me if I don't wear a mask, so I just put the mask on. I'm stressed out not being able to talk to people and everybody keeping their face covered. I'm stressed out with all these churches still basically refusing to let people come into full capacity, and we can't go out to eat restaurants. I'm stressed out all the time. Now, that's not a very good confession. And quite frankly, I told my friend, I said, you really need to work on the positive confessions with your mom and really try to help her promote a more positive mindset and positive outlook, even though the outlook we have right now is the only thing that we can change and trying to change from the local community. So the reason why I bring this up is now what they're doing is they're saying that COVID is causing mental disorders at the same time, they're causing the mental disorders by the lockdowns, restrictions, mass mandates, and psychological impacts. So they're causing the problem. Then they're saying what the issue is, and now they're saying what the solution is. To create a nationwide red flag gun law to strip Americans of their firearm rights. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here, and this is just total projection on my part. What if they're getting ready to do this so they can start putting together a list of data of every person that's tested positive for COVID and then send you a questionnaire or a registration or a form you have to fill out to deem whether or not you're able to buy a firearm because you have now tested positive for COVID six months ago and you may have a mental disorder because of it and you no longer now can own a firearm if you don't jump through all these hoopty hoops that they're going to start punching out there to you. I'm just throwing that out there. But I find it very odd that they're dropping this executive order legislation into the mix today, while at the exact same time, we have this research study from Lancet saying that 34% of people who have been diagnosed from COVID are now having psychiatric illnesses within six months. Very, very strange to me, and that's why I wanted to bring this up first thing today before anything else, to let you guys know what may be coming in the next couple of months, and be very, very clear do not sign papers against your own will. As far as do not be coerced into signing stuff. Do not give out information or surveys, period. Ted and I have talked to you guys about that in detail. What they're doing right now is they're fishing. They're going on a fishing expedition to see what they can find, and they're seeing what kind of public pushback they're going to get. But it is highly likely, in my opinion, that they're going to start tying into COVID cases and COVID positive tests to mental illnesses to we need to make sure you're approved to be able to buy a firearm now. That's just my opinion. What do you think about what's going on right now, Dad? Wow, did you just open up a can of worms with this one, Austin? Uh Gosh, I've been taking notes of what you've been saying. It's, it's, you know, like today, there's another one of the Daily Mail that says, Beloved doctor, 70 years old, his wife and their two grandchildren are shot dead by a neighbor who also killed a workman at their home in tiny New York County community of Rock Hill. And, uh, you know, here's the, here's the deal here. You know, every single day, people are shot pretty much in Chicago and all over the country. Black on black crime. It's awful. And then you have black on white crime. Then you have white on white crime. And, white on black crime and everybody killing everybody crime. It happens all the time. They do it with steak knives. They do it with baseball bats. They do it with everything. But with the media whose Kabbalah is controlled, remember the, remember the Kabbalist news network, CNN, they basically always focus on the parameters that they want to change on the behavioral modification to allow a paradigm shift. 
That's what they always do. A few weeks ago, Kulma was basically raping everybody he talked to, according to the media, and their exaggerated hyperbole of him, which is not even true, because he kissed a girl. Oh, my God. Now, I'm not saying he should be running around kissing people who don't want to be kissed. I got it. That's just not okay. But the reality is it was every day, every day, every day. Finally, he decides to put out COVID passports. He decides to give over a billion dollars now to illegal immigrants who are having a hunger strike. All these crazy things. So he's doing what they want again. He's out of the media. Same thing with Trump. When Trump was attacking all these different countries in the Middle East, they were praising him, praising him. And then when he wouldn't go into Iran, they started slamming him, slamming him, slamming him. The media is Kabbalah's controlled. The international banking cartels own the media. We've got to get that. The international banking cartels are the same group that paid for the Russian Revolution, killed the Tsar's family, and killed 100 million Russians. This is the same group. They now run the world through all of their central banks, and they run the United States, except they've got a problem. And it's that pesky little Second Amendment we have here in the U.S. There are too many guns. And they know darn good and well if they start taking people's guns away and start handcuffing people and hauling them off, you're going to get a bunch of good old boys black, white, and Hispanic that have gun, gun, guns, and they're going to resist, and they're not going to allow it. The problem is, I'm about to, the preacher's about to come on me. The problem is this. It's easy to be a bully if you have a gun. It's easy to walk up to somebody when you're armed and say, get on your knees, punk, if they're not armed. It's not so much fun if they're shooting back. That's the problem they've got here with the United States of America. It's our Second Amendment. And what they've done, they've lied and lied and lied and lied to us. And, and now we're in a situation where the lies have gotten so bad with the Second Amendment, they're trying to now use executive orders to regulate everything because they put the buffoon in the office. And we have not had a legitimate president in the United States since John F. Kennedy. I was just telling that to Todd a few minutes ago, our producer. We haven't had that. Now, Reagan would have been if they hadn't shot him just a few months in the office. Then they kept him medicated, and George H., CIA boy, kept everything rolling the way he wanted to roll. Remember, George H.'s father, Prescott Bush, for all you new listeners, he tried to hire two-time Congressional Medal of Honor winner Smedley Butler, General Smedley Butler, from World War I to overthrow by the military Franklin Delano Roosevelt to install a fascist dictatorship like Nazi Germany had in the United States in 1933. Okay? Just, you gotta understand who these people are. These are not good people. None of them are. And they're all a bunch of weirdos. And they're not all necessarily, you know, Kabbalist, Luciferian, blood drinking nightmares, but they're all dedicated to their quote, New World Order. Now, is part of being part of that order all of these weird rituals for the bulk of these people? Probably yes. The problem is a lot of people who are Democrats who believe these lies can't stop and sit back and think about what they're trying to be told and what they should and shouldn't believe. I call that being led by the Holy Spirit if you can differentiate the truth from the lie. You know, yesterday, it was so weird. Because God does this with me all the time. He did it to me three times last week. He did it again yesterday. I had a friend of mine that I've known for 40 years. Haven't heard from him in years. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says to me, you need to contact Walt. And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, text him. I had his phone number. 
number's bad. I look him up online. I find his, he's an artist. I find the studio, get his number, call him up. He calls me back and he goes, Oh, I see you got my email. Friends, I have 32,000 unanswered emails. I can't see them all. I haven't looked at my emails in weeks as far as going in a detailed look. I never saw his email, but he needed to talk to me because his wife was having some health issues. And the Holy Spirit tells me to contact him. That's quantum entanglement. We talk about that all the time. Being led by the Holy Spirit. Here's the problem. When you inject people and give people and have people drink things like fluoride, which basically deadens the ability of your body to be led by the Holy Spirit, then we have a whole group of people who only believe the lie. And this is why we're in the situation that we're in. Because the vast majority of the people in the United States have been tricked and drugged through pharmacia. It talks about that in the book of Revelation. You can look it up. And these people, it says, are going to go to hell. It says, the Bible says that. They're, they're leading people by pharmacia. A woman can't sleep. Okay, let's put her on meds. Man can't sleep. Let's put her on meds. These meds cause all kinds of horrible side effects. Suddenly, the person is diagnosed with a psychiatric condition. And you're like, oh, what the heck? Now we got a person who can't sleep who now is psychotic. Now, it's like Austin just said. You have a person who has COVID. They probably have extreme vitamin D deficiency because of the overloading of their immune system. Without vitamin D, you get depression. You start having psychiatric symptoms. Without vitamin D3, that happens. It's called you know, affective mood disorder. It happens all the time up north when people don't get enough sunshine and they're not taking vitamin D. And suddenly now everybody's got a medical condition. Then you go to the doctor who repeats to the – who basically reports to the Medical Information Bureau, and the Medical Information Bureau says, Joe Smo has a mental disorder. He had COVID. We recommend that he does not own a gun because he's not stable or she's not stable. And what ends up happening is this. We go down the road with this, and now all of a sudden they're coming to your home under red flag gun laws, which we already have in Florida because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not a good person, guys. Just a newsflash. He takes he he likes to have sex with other men's wives as sport, or he did when he was younger. Now, whether he even can do that or not anymore, I don't even know. But the point is this: it's one of those things that you know we want to believe the lie. Why? Because the truth is out there. But quite frankly, because of normalcy bias, it's really hard to see it. I told I told Todd this morning. I said I really wish the news would change. I really wish the news would get better. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. I've got a friend of mine. Been out of the country for 16 years, living in China, having a business over there. Moved back over. He goes, this is not the country that I left 16 years ago. And he's right. It's not. We've allowed ourselves to be locked down with masks. Christians are no longer even trying to be led by the Holy Spirit. We've got pastors who don't even teach what that means. They just have it, name it, claim it, blab it, grab it group. That basically run the whole planet now and run all of TV evangelism, which promotes Zionism, which promotes the rebuilding of a third temple, which promotes basically <laughs> that we're trying to bring in, bring in, I'm telling you now, the doggone end times, trying to bring in the tribulation so we can leave and go somewhere else. And you think, no, it's not okay. Coach Daubenmeyer, a good friend of mine, he wrote an article. I posted it on the website. It'll be up tonight. Sorry, kids, but the adults have lied to you. And, and I'm reading this article, and, and basically they're telling you things like, these are lies. Humans evolved from apes. Lie. People are born homosexuals. That's a lie. 
Government knows what's best. That's a total lie. Government does not lie. That's another total lie. Bruce Jenner is a woman. An unborn baby is not a person. You know, there is no God. There are many different races of people. There are, there are many different races of people. And, when they're, and they're doing that to separate the races. Have that's, that's not very clear. What they're doing, they're trying to separate the races, have them fight against each other. White people rigged the system. Lee Oswell, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, well, acted alone. On and on and on. And guys, here's the thing. We've allowed the churches and the pastors to do this because of the Johnson Amendment in the 50s to keep them out of politics. And because Kenyon came in, he's a guy from the 1800s, and started teaching a lot of weird stuff with theophysy and started saying that, you know, we are gods. And some of these preachers believe that we're actually gods, and we're not. We're human beings created in God's image. I mean, we're not gods. It's ludicrous. And some of these guys claim to be billionaires, and they say, that, well, they are billionaires. They, could, they actually are worth billions. And yet we think that they're the ones who are supposed to lead us when there's nothing ever taught about repentance or being led by the Holy Spirit or living in a life, a life committed to the Most High God. I was telling you, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I mentioned this the other day. I'm going to mention it again. And they asked me what my purpose in life was. I guess they're seeking a purpose for their own life. And I looked at them. I said, you're not going to really understand my answer because they're not Christians. And they said, well, what is, what is, what is your purpose? And I said, my purpose is to serve the most high God. My heart beats for the great I am. That's the most important thing in my life is to serve him and obey his commandments to bring honor and glory to his son, Jesus Christ, and to teach others to do the same thing. And they're looking at me kind of like, this guy's a nut. Guys, listen to me. I'm 65 years old. To me, this isn't a game. This is reality for me. I know that God can do anything he wants to do, but I know he gave us all freedom of will. And unless we realize that he gave us a template, which is the word of God, to go by, our will goes off to the extreme, and we start believing all types of weird doctors and things taught by demons. It says that in the book of Timothy. We can't allow ourselves to do that. We can't pick and choose what we want from the Bible. I read you a bunch of verses last week about people who are basically homosexual. Look at Peter Thiel. He was raised in an evangelical household. Now he's an open homosexual in the Republican Party. He also was raised, basically, he was born in Germany, came over here, and he likes to get infusion of children's blood. Whoa! How that? All these weird things are all tied together. All these people are are a bunch of weirdos. And you think, well, they shouldn't all be weirdos. I agree with you. They shouldn't all be weirdos. But the guys who get to that multi-billionaire stat, billionaire status are a bunch of weirdos. First thing I saw, I said, the guy's gay. He's gay. <laughs> and you see all of this stuff, and we accept it as Christians, and we don't think anything of it. I know another guy who's a doctor who's written several books on health, and he's gay. And you're like, what the heck? Why do all these people get these followings when it's blatantly obvious when you hear them speak on TV or at a meeting that they're homosexuals? Why do Christians do that? Why do we have this inclusion doctrine? I don't know. But we've got to stop believing the lie and we've got to base our beliefs and what we stand for on the word of God. You've got to read your Bible every day, guys. I could do Bible study with you every single day and read you the Bible every single day. 
But it's not my responsibility to teach you what the Word of God says, though I do the best I possibly can given a talk show that has to encompass a large variety of different topics and formats every single day. you got to read. Read the book of John first, the New Testament. Find out who Jesus is and what he did for you. Read it yourself. And then listen to praise and worship music. Worthy is the Lamb by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. You can, you can look that up on YouTube if you wanted to and watch it and listen to that video. Worthy is the Lamb, the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Listen to praise and worship music. Stop listening to secular music. Stop allowing that energy field to go into you and corrupt you. Guys, it's all about energy. When I'm talking to my wife, this is so weird. I'm going to tell you guys, it happened this morning and we're about to pray. And I'm talking about certain things. I got my eyes closed. I'm sitting there talking to her. We're not praying yet. And every time I'd say something that she didn't agree with, I could feel her push against me, though I wasn't even looking at her. I could feel it. That's the energy field. Because it it would become, for a second, incongruent. And I could feel it. You've got to learn to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. And if we do that, and we all work together as a team in unison. Now, I know I'm talking about some really strange stuff for you guys that if you're new listeners this morning. But, guys, you know, what is that old thing for the Beach Boys? You know, good vibrations, no bad vibes. You know, the energy fields that encompass this planet, I talked about it on Monday a week ago, are all around us. That's why I tell you, turn off the Wi-Fi at night. Don't sleep inside of a Wi-Fi signal. Unplug it. It's all about energy fields and being led by the Holy Spirit. And they know this. You go into a church, they play a bunch of secular music. I mean, one day I was in a church up in North Carolina. They started playing Bohemian Rhapsody. A gay guy sang it. And they're playing it before the service. Sharon and I looked at each other. We got them walked out. And we said, why? I walked to the head lady at the front desk, and I was real nice. I said, why would you guys play this secular song when you're trying to bring in the Holy Spirit which was sung by a dead gay guy who had a great voice. I give him that. But, you know, all these lyrics. Have you looked at the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody? Beazzlebub? <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're going to bring all of this stuff into the church? Guys, read your Bible. Listen to praise and worship music. Cut out the secular music. That was hard for me to do because I really like the Eagles. All right? I really like the Eagles. And I started listening to some of their lyrics, and I thought, well, that's pretty, this stuff's pretty secular. This is pretty awful. Hotel California about heroin addiction in California. Do you really want to listen to that song? Don't get me wrong. I used to love songs like that, but I've learned not to pollute myself with those. And I know I pontificated a little bit this morning, but when I was talking to me about the Second Amendment, the loss of our freedom is now this bumbling buffoon putting all these executive orders out. He's completely in control by, this, by the communist news cult cabalist. Biden is. They put him in office. These are the guys that run the planet. And these are the guys who work only for one person, their father, Lucifer. That's it. Their father is the liar. He was the father of lies. Jesus Christ called them out in the book of John. It's the same group. And we've got to understand that. All right, I'm getting off my soapbox. Awesome, what's your next story? <laughs> that, was, that was excellent, though, bud. I mean, and this is what we all, we talk about this every day. We continue to bring it up on the show, my friends, for this reason. Is it we're trying to encourage everybody to say, listen, we don't have to put up with this. We don't have to sit here and just tolerate it. You know, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. We, this generation and, and many generations, but this generation in particular, we're, we're a giant trust fund baby of the American Revolution. 
and the United States that once was. You know, if you watch different films on the Revolutionary War, like The Patriot, and I just I was watching that show the other day. You know, Turn. I told you guys that with the uh, spies in the Revolutionary War, and numerous other films. What a lot of those individuals are, you know, founding fathers and the individuals and the colonialists, what they went through and what they sacrificed in some cases was horrific, what they went through. Most of most of all of them lost everything they had, their property, their homes, their fortunes, their money, everything, pretty much almost everything they had. I mean, Thomas Jefferson died basically penniless. A lot of those guys did. They did everything they could because they knew the hand of tyranny was so much more horrific to live under than dealing with that. They would rather go broke and literally give up their own life to that extent. And now we've reached a point to where Americans have become such domesticated, soft individuals. I'm trying to keep this PG so I don't want to say anything bad. The vast majority of them are so compliant and so soft now, they're willing to give up every single thing our founding fathers died for so they feel a little bit safer because the government told you that it's for your protection. That's right. Are you kidding me? you kidding me? That's where we are now? I mean, look at what they're doing to Ten Horn Flats over there now in California, Burbank. Look at what they've done to these – Gyms up in New Jersey. Look at what they're doing in Canada. Canada's a perfect example because they're still under British rule. Yeah, they're doing the same thing up there. They went and put a giant eight-foot chain-link fence and padlocked it around a Canadian church because the church refused to stop having services in Alberta. Said, no, by the way, you will not follow our orders. You're only allowed to have 15% capacity, and everybody has to social distance and wear masks while they worship God. And they said, no. We're not. We're not going to do that. Sorry, we're not going to comply. They put a fence around it. So now they're talking to basically individuals up there about coming in and tearing the fence down, which I hope they do. Nobody has the right to tell you how and when and where you can worship God Almighty. Nobody has the right to tell you how you can and can't run your business. And if you can operate your business, and if you're allowed to breathe fresh air, but free men don't ask permission to breathe air. This is why I went on my soapbox last summer and got so many people mad about the dang mask. And now people are coming to me and they're going, man, you were right about that last year, bro. It hasn't stopped. I said, I know. I said, when, when all the little compliant individuals came to me, they said, Austin, just wear your mask. It'll be over soon. I said, no, it won't. I said, no, it won't. I told them that my last summer. I said, no, it won't. I said, this isn't going to stop. I said, once you hand your consent and your freedoms to a tyrannical power, they never give you your freedom back. You have to demand it back. Look at the Revolutionary Wars, the perfect example. England ended up going bankrupt trying to keep their tyrannical rule over the colonists. That's the only reason it pretty much ended. The English started running out of cash and gold. They couldn't keep it up. They had so many wars on so many fronts. This is exactly what we're seeing now. The United States is these complete and totally controlled by the same bankers that ran London back in the 1700s, and they're here again, and they're so mad that they haven't been able to control us, that they're doing everything they can to bring Americans to its knees. And people just go along with it. I mean, we're now allowing 
allowing, we're actually allowing this to occur as people going in and getting an experimental injection that's never been tested on human beings ever before in history up until recently. We now have this article out of Michigan, and I almost laugh, not because it was funny, because it's actually horrific, but it was just ironic because what we've been saying is literally happening, and now finally people are going, wow, this is accurate. Article from CenturyWire, 246 fully vaccinated Michigan residents have now tested positive for COVID. (laughs) This week, public health officials in the state of Michigan are baffled as they've revealed that at least 246 residents have tested positive for COVID despite being fully vaccinated. At least three of them have died since recently receiving the vaccine. They said each of the groups have confirmed the test positive two weeks after getting their final doses, and 11 of them have now been hospitalized. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait a minute. You mean that, that RNA injection that was supposed to keep you safe from the virus that has a 99.9% survival rate is now still having people get infected with COVID and people are being hospitalized and dying from the injection, not from COVID? Oh, yeah, that's right. I sent a comment to my buddy the other day. I said, everybody in the United States is looking at this going, oh, the government was supposed to protect us with this shot. And we're down here in Florida looking at him go, going, oh, you actually expected the government to tell the truth and protect you? This must be your first time. <laughs> down here in Florida, we already learned that a long time ago. Nobody cares about you in the government for the most part. Nobody comes to save you, and nobody is coming to protect you whatsoever. You handle it on your own. That's why our county sheriff down here blatantly has told everybody on multiple news conferences, he goes, I intentionally encourage law-abiding citizens to have a gun and carry a gun. He goes, we will not be there in time to respond. Majority of cases that occur with shootings, we are not there for the shooting. County's too big. It's too spread out. Too many thinned out officers. We're not going to be there for the shooting. You're your first responder. And if somebody breaks into your house, we recommend you blow them back out of their your house with your gun if they are coming in to do something illegal. Said that. Guys, that's the way America is supposed to be. This whole softy, nancy-pantsy attitude now where we're supposed to allow the government to come and protect us and tell us what we put in our body and how the guns we're supposed to have and what accessories we're supposed to have on them and how we can mill them out or not mill them out with 80% lowers and how we have to register them and get permission to own them. No, no, this is it. This is that line. There is no compliance with this. There is it, Once we go down this slope and we start to comply with this, it will end up horrific for us and primarily our children. We will be right back to indentured servitude, English-British control, and full-blown boot of tyranny on everybody's faces. That's why Dad said earlier, it's not that big of a deal. When somebody comes in and they have a gun, some of these sick people, they, they like running around shooting at people. You know, it's not that bad when you're shooting at people who don't have guns. All of a sudden, you start coming in and shooting at people, and they pop out of corners, and they got guns. Well, that's that's not much fun anymore. Not if you're a bad guy. That's, That's not fun at all, actually. This is why they're wanting to do this. This is why they're wanting to make everybody sick, disarmed, and stupid. And sadly, they're doing a really good job of it. And over here in Israel, remember I told you guys the other day, Went out to that restaurant. It was owned by a uh, Israeli couple, and I was talking to him. He goes, "Oh no, no, we're not having any issues in Israel with the vaccine. We get it from the United States, you know, for the military. We're not having any issues." And I turn around every single day. I'm seeing more and more articles coming out 
including one that just came out. This is a sad one. 22-year-old. Times of Israel. Just the Times of Israel reported on this. 22-year-old girl died from pericarditis. Died from pericarditis. Inflammation of the heart muscle two weeks after receiving her second dose of the experimental RNA Pfizer injection. The family of Cherie Hilly is suing the hospital where she died, claiming she didn't get proper treatment. They said there have been multiple other cases of pericarditis among Israelis who have received both vaccine shots, who have been successfully treated. However, some of them are still in serious condition. Now, if you guys know, I had pericarditis about five years ago. It's a horrific thing to get. Inflammation of the pericardial sac around the heart. It's unbelievably painful. Unbelievably painful. Feels like you're basically having a heart attack all the time. It's horrific. To actually die from this and have it induced by a vaccine or alleged vaccine, oh my gosh. Didn't you know that the shock caused it? Unbelievably, extremely healthy, good-looking 22-year-old girl in Israel. I got a photo here in this article. 22 years old. 22 years old, the beginning of her life. No underlying conditions, extremely healthy. Dies two weeks after the shot from pericarditis. And we're supposed to say, oh, that's okay. That's okay. You know, some people are going to die. It's just everybody has to get vaccinated. No. That's going to be a big, fat, resounding N.O. for me, along with a whole lot of other stuff they're trying to push. So, again, I encourage you, friends, continue to stand up for what you believe. Do your own research. If you really do your own research and you truly sit down and say, you know what? I really think I need to get injected with an experimental RNA shot that has aborted fetal tissue in it. I think that's a good idea for me. That is your right to do so. It is. I'll be the first one out to say it. However, if you sit back and you say, you know what? They skipped ferret and primate testing. They didn't even get approval by the FDA. This is emergency use with basically no liability on the FDA or the vaccine manufacturers. I'm going to hold off on this shot for a while until I see what happens with it. That is also your right. And never let somebody tell you that you choosing to not inject an experimental shot into your body is you being selfish or you being arrogant. Are you killing grandmas? Never let anybody say that to you. Because if they say that to you, you rebuttal them right then and there. Nobody is selfish. Nobody is basically being negligent from not allowing an experimental shot to be shoved into their body. Nobody. You have the right to consent. And that is exactly what they're trying to do with this logic is they're trying to tell you you do not have a right to say no. If you say no, you're basically a derelict, negligent, racist, white supremacist. It's pretty much where it's going to go now. That's the next step. You know where it's going to go. They're going to say, well, we've now found that the majority of people not getting injected are white. And that's because there's a white supremacy push because all anti-vaxxers are white supremacists. That's where it's going to go. I'm telling you guys right now. You can already see where they're lining all this up. So that means one thing. If you have a conviction not to get it now, hold that conviction because it's not going to get any easier. It's going to get harder. But as long as we all stand together and we all stand our ground, like we did that city commission meeting the other day, packed it out, person after person after person coming up to the podium. No, we do not want this. I would have the first thing I said, I said, I am diametrically opposed to these going in right now. I'm going to put that on the record. Here's my name. 
say what you mean and mean what you say. And if you have a conviction, hold firm to it. If you have a belief, hold firm to it. Don't be compromised or talked into something just because somebody tries to coerce you into doing it. If you want to do something, make your own informed consent by doing your research. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to listen to dad. Do your own research. We give you the articles. We give you the news. We give you the links. Do your own research and make your own decision on this, dad. What do you think? Austin, we're all hell accountable. I heard an old Baptist preacher say at one time, every pot sits on its own bottom. You know, I'm not responsible for anybody's health but my own. Now, when the kids are little, I'm responsible for their health. I'm going to say that again. When the kids are little, I'm responsible for their health. But once they turn 15, 16, 17, 18, they're done out, then their health is on their own. So the Bible says train them up in the way they should go, and when they're old, they'll not depart from it. You've got to be responsible for everything when a child is small, but when a person's an adult, they're responsible for themselves because they have freedom of will. You know, you're responsible to either go to church or not go to church. You're responsible to either read the Bible or not read the Bible. It's your choice. One of the reasons that they don't want you in church and they don't want you to be close to one another is because of synchronicity in the corporate anointing. Everything goes back to energy. When two or more of you are gathered, we can drive anything out, any demons out, anything can be sent to flight. It doesn't make any difference because the energy fields that we create with scalar energy from our prayers changes the very fabric of space-time. I know this is advanced for a lot of you who are just turning in and listening to what we're saying. I've done entire shows on this. But that's why they want you social distancing. They don't want you inside of each other's energy field. They don't want you to maintain congruency. They don't want you to feel the leading of the Holy Spirit. They want to separate you from God and separate you from other Christians and from other believers. They don't want you to sit back and relax in your house with your family, listening to Worthy as a Lamb by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. They'll do everything they can to prevent that. Why? Because they don't want synchronicity. I'm going to say it again. They want you to be separated. That's what this whole separate social distancing and locking people up in their homes has been all about. It's about isolating people, causing mental disorders. All of these things are being done to you on purpose. It's part of their sick beta test on how quickly they can cause disunity in the population and create racial divide and hatred. I mean, right now, there's a best-selling devotional. It has a prayer to help me to hate white people. What? How far have we come since Martin Luther King Jr. gave his famous I Have a Dream speech? Guy goes on to say in this article, I'm not so sure. While our society has made tremendous progress towards the idea that all men are created equal, anti-whiteness seems to be all rage these days. Yet in the book, I'm not going to give you the name, the Collections of Meditations, there's a prayer called Prayer of a Weary Black Woman that Asks God to Help Me to Hate White People. I mean, I'm not even going to read it to you. I can't make it up. This book published in February was a New York Times bestseller. I mean, the person was written by Shaniqua, you know, she's supposed to be a Ph.D. I mean, really? And now she wants to learn how to hate white people. If we had a book come out that said, dear Lord, help me to hate, you know, Hispanics or help me to hate Jews or help me to hate blacks or help me to hate anybody else, all H.E. double sticks would break loose. Why again are they doing this? Why? I'm going to say it again. They have an atavistic hatred of Jesus Christ and the Protestants, and for the first 1,500 years until Catholicism got completely corrupted, held together the entire Christian ethos on the planet. It did, and they hate that. They hate Jesus. They hate him. They have a generational, thousand, multi-thousand-year-old hatred of this. That's why, again, remember last year, 
they closed God TV in Israel. Israel kicked out U.S.-based evangelical Christian channel off the air because it was proselytizing to Jews, trying to tell them that Jesus Christ was the Messiah whom they had rejected. And so they threw the entire – they had a contract. It didn't make a difference. They still threw them out of Israel. So you got to go. I've seen national Christian shows and networks air marriages between a daughter who was supposed to be a Christian and a Jewish husband. And you're like, wait a minute, are you saying that Jews shouldn't marry Christians? Yeah, I am saying that, actually. And I'm saying that Christians shouldn't marry Jews. And I'm saying that Christians shouldn't marry Hindus. And Christians shouldn't marry Buddhists. And Christians shouldn't marry anybody but Christians. How about that? How about we finally just come out and rip the Band-Aid off of it and say it's not okay? The Bible says it this way. Come ye out from among them, be ye separate. That's what the Word says. It also says that bad company, you say bad faith, Bad religions corrupt your religion. If you don't believe that, look at Solomon with his 600 wives or 600 concubines and all the heathen people he brought into Israel to to put all these marriages and concubines together with all these foreign lands, and he got sucked into Satanism. How about we talk about that? How about we talk about it's not okay to mix it? A couple of years, we got last year, I had a went to lunch. And I have a friend who's Jewish. Well, he used to be my friend until this happened. <laughs> I haven't heard from him for a long time. And his son was there. Son's girlfriend was there. She's a Baptist. He's Jewish, but he doesn't go to synagogue. So I'm having lunch with them. And I say to the daughter, the, to the girl, uh, are you going to convert to Judaism? She was absolutely not. And I looked at the boy and I said, are you going to convert to Christianity? He goes, well, I don't know. I looked at the girl, and I said, have you invited him to your church? And he goes, she goes, no. And I said, would you go to church with her if she invited you? And he goes, yes. Oh, boy. Well, something happened with that one. I was no longer on that list of contacts. <laughs> I was done and out. Why? Because I asked the question, come ye out from among them, be ye separate. If you're going to date somebody outside of your faith, where are you going to go to church? How are you going to raise your children? If you're committed to the Most High God through Jesus Christ, how are you going to raise your children when you have them with this person who's either an atheist or from another faith? Are you going to raise them as Christians or from their faith? Are you going to raise them as agnostics or are you going to try to do both of them and really confuse the children? How about we stick with Christians? How about the Jews stick with Jews? How about the Muslims stick with Muslims and the Buddhists stick with Buddhists and everybody sticks with their own religion? Or we go out and we proselytize like we are no longer allowed to do with God TV in Israel. And we basically just try to do the best we possibly can to talk about the love of Christ and who he was and how he's the Messiah. He came as a Passover lamb for our sins. That's why they call him the Lamb of God. And guys, always remember something. It's through Jesus that all things are held together. For he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. And we can do all things through Christ, through him. Because we're not born of a spirit of timidity, but of power. Power and love and of a sound mind. When we keep our hearts and minds in Jesus. But guys... Just tell people the truth. You don't, you don't have to be sheepish about this. Just say, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. No, my God is able to basically 
heal me of everything. Yes, I'm going to take my supplements. I'm going to increase my immune system. I'm going to take D3 and zinc and potassium iodide and, and, and vitamin, you know, all the different vitamins you need. Just do what you're supposed to do in God's eyes and take care of yourself. Listen to praise and worship music. Pray with your spouse out loud every single day. Well, I don't like praying out loud with my spouse. Well, get over it. Just do it. Learn to find out what your spouse needs. Hug your spouse, for heaven's sakes. Spend a minute a day just hugging your spouse. Oh, you say, well, it seems awkward to me, man. I'm uncomfortable hugging my spouse. Dude, if you're uncomfortable hugging your spouse for a minute a day, really? Maybe you need to reevaluate, you know, and help build your relationship with your spouse. You say, well, my, I just don't feel right when I do that. Well, no, that's because you're not synchronous with her energy field or his energy field. Learn to be part of one another. The Bible tells you that when you become a Christian, you're one flesh. When you're married, it's because that's through the Holy Spirit. That's why you can't be going out and having all these relationships with all these people when you're not saved or when you're saved or whenever because it creates too many weird things as far as soul ties. I could do a whole show on that. You don't want to do all that. Oh, anyhow, Austin, go ahead and finish it up, buddy. I've been preaching too much today. I love you guys. You guys are absolutely awesome. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Also, too, in other news, I found this to be interesting. Governor Greg Gianfort, which basically is the governor of Montana, he basically went and got his first COVID experimental injection last Friday, and now him and his wife have tested positive for COVID. <laughs> so I told you guys where I told you. You are a production facility, a pathogen production facility with this RNA device. For some reason, people haven't understood that, even though Moderna told us exactly what they're doing. Also, to another news, the UK has now paused the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine trial on children. Remember, UK has been hardcore pushing this stuff, and they opened up the trials on children for an experimental shot that's killing adults. So obviously, what could go wrong there? They said basically it's uh, been stopped because they're having severe blood clots in the trial group of the children, which is sad. These kids didn't deserve this. Their parents are signing consent to have them jabbed. You think about that for a second. These kids, 8, 9, 10 years old, they don't have the ability to reason. Their parents are signing them up for an experimental jab. My opinion, these parents need to be charged with child abuse. And as we see Canada entering its third COVID lockdown, issuing stay-at-home orders again now this week, even though there's been zero scientific backing or any peer-reviewed journals that show lockdown stop or support, this, you know, basically stopping COVID None, zero, not a single research study has been shown to actually slow down the spread whatsoever, ironically enough. Also, too, in other news in Arizona, this is exactly what I've been telling everybody, you've got to get with your representatives. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey signed a bill on Tuesday that aims to stop federal gun measures from restricting the Second Amendment rights in the state of Arizona. Now, I have to dig into this further and find out more as far as how stringent they're going to do to prevent federal laws from going in. But the Republican has preempted Joe Biden's plan to attack gun violence with an executive order signed this week, House Bill 2111. Under the state legislation known as the Second Amendment Firearm Freedom Act, federal gun laws that would be deemed to impede the right to bear arms would be unenforceable and null in Arizona. In addition, public officials will be barred from using funds or personal funds to enforce U.S. government 
measures on gun reform, including personnel. Arizona Representative Leo Belasco said the bill would protect gun owners in the state from federal laws that infringe on our Second Amendment. Now, I have to do more research into figuring out how aggressive they're going to get with this, but this is not the first state to do so. And pretty much from what I have found, what I've been told, the attorney general of the state comes in, and as long as he's an awake attorney general, he comes in and says, listen, this is not conducive to a Second Amendment right in the state, we're basically going to bar these federal laws from taking place. This is crucial. This is one of the most effective things we can do at a state level to prevent these idiotic gun laws from going into place. Remember what already happened a couple weeks ago when the circuit court ruled that bump fire stocks are not machine guns. There's no way, shape, or form they can even be classified as machine guns. And there was a couple states, I forgot they weren't have those, but it was like Kentucky and a few other ones, that the judge said, no, there's, there's no federal legislation that can be implemented in these four states that can support a ban on a bump fire stock and make it a machine gun. This has to become common in all of the really awake states. We're trying to get this done down here in Florida. Really try and encourage DeSantis to push this, especially as you see the Biden administration, I should say, the bumbling Mafood, you know, bobblehead, but he's just there. Everybody behind them is who actually is pulling the strings, and it is crucial that we stand up and say no to what is going on. Also, to another news, this article is almost kind of funny, but it's not because it's true. Neuralink co-finder. Max Hodak, who basically is involved with a lot of stuff with Tesla and the Neuralink that they're trying to do would connect your brain with the 5G and in turn 6G systems, is now saying that they have the technology and they want to build and create brand new super exotic dinosaurs. I'm not joking. He said we could probably build Jurassic Park if we wanted to. It would be genetically – they wouldn't be genetically authentic dinosaurs – But basically, breeding and engineering, we could get super exotic, novel dinosaur species. For anybody that's actually seen the movie franchise, it's not really a great idea to start making 50-foot-tall T-Rex to basically interact with the general public. Um, The movie's been very clear on the side effects that occur with that. And this is not the first time we've heard individuals talk about creating a new Jurassic Park Remember, a lot of these individuals, when they're backed by these big banks and they get these huge grants and they have their billionaire boys club that they're in, they like – that's one thing they love is they love to play God because there's really nothing left for them to do. When you have that much money, adverse and greed know no bounds. You already own everything. You have everything. Yachts, cars, houses. It doesn't matter. You have everything. So what do you want to do next? You want to start playing God. And these guys have been talking about this for years. And in my opinion, it all stems back down to the Genesis 6. And they want to bring these dinosaurs and these things back in. Because remember, I've told you guys before, this is just my opinion. A lot of people have agreed with me on this on the research. But when it discusses in the book of Enoch that the fallen angels sinned against the reptiles – There's a lot of theory on that, that that's how the dinosaurs came about because nowhere does it make any sense to have the Garden of Eden and having lions running around with lambs and everything in harmony. And then all of a sudden God goes, you know what the the Garden of Eden really needs? It just doesn't have this. It really needs it. It needs a 50-foot-tall, fully carnivorous T-Rex that needs to eat anywhere of 500 to 900 pounds of meat every day to function and grow. 
That's just that would really serve the purpose here in the Garden of Eden. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't go along with anything that God's ever built. It is, seems to me that that was a giant Nephilim experiment. Hence, why they went extinct. Notice there were no T Rexes on Noah's Ark, and some people say, "Oh, well, they went extinct way before that." I don't know about that. There's a whole lot of stuff when you start looking at the backing of this, and they say, oh, it was hundreds of millions of years ago. Guys, do your own research on that before you start believing that nonsense. Thank you again for the continued support, though, of health masters and other small businesses. You know, I find it so troubling when you see people, and they'll – patronize you know mcdonald's and taco bell these garbage companies like thousand times mcdonald's will ruin your order taco bell ruin your order and people just go oh whatever they go back the next day you know and then we have one issue right here and somebody wants to go in and eviscerate us on social media because you know we pulled one order wrong or their shipment was delayed and we do our absolute best to take care of our customers so thank you for that support also too if you need anything faster Please feel free to call us or request UPS or request faster shipping. Priority Mail has been having a lot of delays. We've gotten feedback on that. We track stuff. We know that, and we're sorry for that. Our free shipping that we do, a lot of times we use Priority Mail to maintain cost and overhead. But if you need something fast in a hurry, request UPS, and we can get you either a better price or around the same price that we're doing with regular mail, or if you want it really fast, next day or second day, we have great rates on that. So be sure to check that out. Call us if you need anything. The HGH Stimulate, on-sale product of the week, unbelievably popular product, works fantastic. Great pre-workout, intra-workout formula. Check it out on the website. 15% off right now, healthmasters.com. Thank you again for your continued support. If you need anything, email us, call us. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.